Rides Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports. Sign up to Star Sports using promo code BETBITES and on every race at Royal Ascot, you'll get up to £50 back as a free bet if your horse finishes second, beaten by half a length or less. Get pipped, get money back as a free bet with Star Sports and BETBITES. Welcome to the only Royal Ascot podcast that brings you hints, tips, insights and advice on every single race at the most valuable horse racing festival in the UK. This is Bet Bites Royal Ascot. Welcome to day five, the fifth and final podcast of a special week of Royal Ascot 2022 podcasts in association with Star Sports. Don't forget, if you haven't already, sign up to Star Sports with the promo code BETBITES and get a handle on all of their offers throughout the last day of Royal Ascot and beyond. Once again, we've got Sky Sports Racing's Luke Elder and OddsChecker.com's Andy Holding going through every single race in under 90 seconds. So let's cut the waffling. That's me, isn't it? And let's go for one more time. Day five, Royal Ascot 2022. This is Bet Bites. This is Bet Bites Royal Ascot with Star Sports. From Sky Sports Racing, this is Luke Elder. First race on the final day of Royal Ascot is the Chesham Stakes over seven furlongs. Uh, two-year-olds in action here where Alfred Munnings is likely uh, going to be the, the main one to focus on in the market for Aidan O'Brien and Ryan Moore. Uh, their week has got better the longer the week has gone on as well. So Alfred Munnings, I, I think, will have a decent chance in this. But... He is going to be a short price. Crypto Force was bought for an eye-watering amount of money at the Royal Ascot sales just before the week started. £900,000 for Crypto Force, but did manage to win on debut at uh, the Curra. Uh, Selection-wise, I'll take a chance on the Gosden runner, Alzahir, who hasn't actually managed to win uh, as of uh, yet. Uh, was second to Naval Power at uh, Yarmouth on debut, but that was a, a good little run. One Nation was back in third. Shabazz was uh, in fourth place, and it is a race that I think is going to work out quite nicely. Uh, Alzahir only went down by a short head, and they were clear of the uh, the third. But we're not going to see the winner Naval Power, but we do see Alzahir, and I do think Frankie Dettori can get another winner on the week after in Spiral yesterday. Anything at a price, one world, the other Gosden runner might go fairly close was uh, a winner at uh, Haydock on very different ground there is meant to be a little bit of rain in the area on that Saturday but I doubt it will change the ground it's only meant to be a few showers if anything it will just liven things up so one world may be at a, a big price but I thought Alza here was well worth a bit of each way support in the Chesham. Bet Bites Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports from oddschecker.com this is Andy Holding it's the final day of Royal Ascot 2022 and race number two is the Jersey Stakes coming up at 3.05. Not a particularly strong renewal at first glance, it has to be said. And we have to respect the likes of Noble Truth, who was a good winner last time out. And of course, star girls Amal, who was a good fourth in the Irish 1000 guineas behind the brilliant winner, Homeless Songs. I think they're going to be very popular. And on the basis of what we saw towards the back end of yesterday, their draw, uh, 13 and 14 respectively, could be quite handy because they tended to sort of migrate towards the middle to near side, which was very much um, uh, different to how it played out in the previous two days. That said, I still think uh, number three in the race card, Al Flalia, is likely to uh, go really well here for the Owen Burroughs stable. 
the only course and distance winner in the field. That's got to count for plenty. And there's lots to like about the way he won here on his seasonal reappearance after a 209-day absence. He was held up towards the back of the field by Dane O'Neill. He came sweeping through with a devastating run to win going away. I know it was only a handicap, but it was a very high-class handicap at the same time. And we've already seen the form work out quite well with the sixth-place horse, Saga, running a blinder in the Britannia Stakes early on in the week. Last season, you've only got to look at his body of work to suggest he's up to this class. When he was sixth, of course, behind uh, Caribus in the Group 3 at uh, Newmarket towards the back end of the season. That was the Autumn Stakes and that race that has obviously uh, been boosted as well subsequently. So a decent animal in his own right at Alflalia. That course and distance win, that's got to count for plenty in the final reckoning, I reckon. And around about 8-1 to one. at time of recording, he represents some decent each way value. Get the top hat and tails ready. It's Bed Bites Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports. Race three on the final day of Royal Ascot is the Hardwick Stakes, a group two over a mile and a half. It is a group two by name, but there are no group one penalties set in this, and uh, that will help out uh, Hurricane Lane, who obviously last year went on to win the uh, St. Ledger. Uh, was a little bit disappointing for some in the, the arc, but was only beaten three parts of a length. He was sent off favourite, but did think it was a decent enough run however this is his reappearance we saw in spiral at start of her season in good fashion in the coronation stakes yesterday hurricane lane will look to do exactly that and i do think it's a pretty winnable renewal of the hardwick broom is broom he always turns up he runs his race but winning isn't something he does too often uh, solid stone is a bit of a an up-and-comer for all that he is a six-year-old for sir michael stout was a winner at chester last time around and I did think got that race run perfectly to suit. So I can tick off solid stone. Third realm was impressive last time around at Goodwood, uh, beating something enticing in the, the Tapster stakes. But again, I'd, I'd like to see third realm go and do that again. And Mostadaf, the jury's out for me, was beaten by Baybridge last time around, who was second in the Prince of Wales's uh, earlier on in the week uh, here at uh, Royal Ascot. And then you get into the real big priced runners. So he might well be odds on, but Hurricane Lane, I think he's by far the most convincing one of uh, these. And Hurricane Lane is the way I'll go in the Hardwick. Plenty of top tips and absolutely no waffle. This is Bed Bites Royal Ascot. Race number four on the final day of Royal Ascot 2022, and it's the Platinum Jubilee Stakes, a Group One contest over at six furlongs. 27 runners, no less, go to post for this race. Can't remember a field size of that for a race of this nature, so it's going to make life extremely difficult. And we've got Home Affairs uh, strutting its stuff for the all-conquering Chris Waller. That stable, of course, had the big winner early on in the week in the shape of Native Strip. And uh, this horse has beaten Native Strip already over in um, its native land. Of course, at Flemington two runs ago, uh, only by Shorthead, but um, it was a, a, a game victory all the same. Not quite so good over six furlongs last time out. And it's that trip over the stiff track, which is the only um, thing nagging at the back of my mind at a short price. So I'm going to pass him over in favour of a couple of more uh, enticing odds. I do like um, the great ambassador, always have done, uh, even though he hasn't had a run for a little while. Ed Walker's managed to get here um, on time uh, after missing one or two of his um, potential um, preparation efforts. And um, he was a real improver towards the back end of last season, of course, second in the Air Gold Cup. But all his runs previously in top-class handicaps and listed company alike 
were of a very progressive horse. He absolutely adores fast ground and this stiff six furlongs was playing to his strengths. The other two to mention are Highfield Princess and Minzal out of that excellent Duke of York Stakes uh, 38 days ago at York. Um, once again, Highfield Princess uh, defied um, relatively market uh, easiness um, to uh, win in, in really impressive fashion. The, the numbers suggested it was a really good run from John Quinn's uh, mare. And of course, she's got um, course and course and distance form in the bag. That victory, of course, uh, last season here at uh, Royal Ascot um, was very much a highlight. But she also ran really well on numerous other occasions here. So she loves the track and um, I'm sure once again with a, an attacking ride she can go well. So plenty to play around with there. Great ambassador, Highfield Princess and a favourable mention also to Minzal. For advice and support to stay in control of your gambling, visit BeGambleAware.org. most competitive races of the week at Royal Ascot is the Wokingham, a handicap over six furlongs. Uh, the five o'clock is the third last race of the year uh, this time around at uh, Royal Ascot and it is difficult. You've got the likes of Fresh in there with Black Rod uh, who have their chances. A uh, bit of money around for first folio uh, anti-posters uh, well and Jumbie uh, will likely be there but Popmaster is a horse that I'm always happy to side with uh, when running over it uh, at Ascot. He's a, a strong travelling individual. Tom Marquand's had a, a pretty decent week as uh, well with the likes of Candleford absolutely bolting up uh, yesterday. And he's gone close on a, a few efforts as well. But I think Popmaster at this trip, he can excel. He, he did run, say, in some pretty competitive handicaps last year. Uh, even this season, he ran behind Vaffortino uh, a couple of starts uh, ago. He did go up to air and run in the uh, Air Gold Cup as well. He didn't run too badly. Uh, in that and go back to last year at uh, Newmark it was behind Blackrod finishing third in competitive handicap company there so this a competitive race but I do think Popmaster is worthy of an each way uh, shout and also chairman of the board might run okay for Mick Shannon uh, was third last time around this sort of ground is exactly what chairman of the board wants though uh, was third behind Blackrod at Newmarket I think should be on the premises so we'll take two very similar colours actually one on the near side and one more towards the far side Popmaster for Ed Walker and chairman of the board for Mick Shannon. Plenty of top tips and absolutely no waffle. This is Bed Bites Royal Ascot. The penultimate race on the final day of Royal Ascot is the Golden Gate Stakes, a handicap over a mile and a quarter for the three-year-olds. And as was the case early on in the week uh, in the King George handicap, uh, the boys in blue, Godolphin, I've got a very strong hand here. Falling Shadow, Blue Trail, Honiton and, and Aldous Oxley make up a very, very dominant uh, quartet. And of them, I just prefer Honiton here for uh, John and Thady Gosnew finally uh, laid the ghost to rest with a victory on the um, previous day, of course, in the shape of Inspiral, who took the coronation stake. So confidence will be uh, sky high with Frankie going into the final day that he could perhaps end the meeting on a high. And this horse uh, comes here with excellent credentials, having won last time out in superlative fashion at Sandown by nine lengths, no less. But prior to that, he'd finished third behind Ed Eldorov in that very good race at Newcastle, which has worked out incredibly well. Loads of winners out of that race already. His time figures are very good, and uh, he also likes the race uh, fairly prominently as well. So hopefully Frankie can get him out into a good position early. And um, I'd imagine he'll run a very big race there in that very trappy-looking Golden Gate. This is Bed Bites Royal Ascot with Star Sports. 
Uh, the final race of the week at Royal Ascot, and the longest race, is the Queen Alexandra Stakes, uh, over two mile, five and a half uh, furlongs. Uh, the 6.10 is going to be stamina sapping, but it's a good race this season. You've got Trushan in there, who, unless we get sufficient rain, may or may not run. He was a, a non-runner uh, in the Gold Cup earlier on in the week. Uh, Wordsworth is a horse who could easily have run in the Gold Cup as, as well. Uh, he's stepping up in trip drastically. He, he's tried out two miles in the past. That was here at Ascot as uh, well in the Cigaro Stakes when behind Princess Zoe. That was a perfectly good run. He was fourth of six, but only beaten three parts of the length. Falcon 8, we know, is up to this sort of, uh, of standard. He was running in this race uh, 12 months ago, finishing ninth behind uh, Stratton, but he's also a Chester Cup winner, and he finished fifth in the Chester Cup this time around. That form is looking very nice as well. Obviously, Coltrane managed to win earlier in the week. Arcadian Sunrise was back in, in fourth, uh, ran well in the same race against Coltrane, and Cleveland just came up a little bit uh, short against Get Shirty. So there are plenty of chances, but... We'll try and go up with a bang. We'll side with Calling the Wind, who's a bit of a price, was behind Third Realm last time around. I do think that was very much a race to, to get Calling the Wind ready for, for this contest because a mile and a half just isn't Calling the Wind's trip. You would normally see him running over extreme trips, like finishing third in the the Cesarevich behind Buzz and running over Goodwood's uh, extreme trips when managing to beat Withhold uh, last year over two and a half miles. Any rain that does come, that won't be an issue, but I don't think ground's really a problem for Calling the Wind. Uh, regardless, I I'm not expecting Trushan to run. If he does, it'll be very interesting, but we'll take a chance each way on Calling the, uh, the Wind. I hope you've had a good uh, Royal Ascot, a profitable one, and hopefully we can go out on a, a winner as uh, well. Thanks for listening. And there you have it. That is the end of Royal Ascot for 2022. Hopefully you'll have a successful final day on the track in the Royal Meeting. Thanks once again. Huge thanks to our sponsors, Star Sports, all the way through this. Once again, if you want to sign up for an account with Star Sports, use the promo code BETFIGHTS because that's where you heard it first. Massive thanks to our contributors, Andy Holding from OddsChecker.com and Sky Sports Racing's Luke Elder. Hopefully uh, you've picked up a few insights this week, the advice, hints, tips, maybe a winner or two. BetBytes is a sports betting media production. Uh, please always gamble responsibly. BeGambleAware.org for more information. Thanks for listening and we'll see you soon on BetBytes. Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports. Sign up to Star Sports using promo code BETFIGHTS and on every race at Royal Ascot you'll get up to £50 back as a free bet if your horse finishes second beaten by half a length or less. Get pipped! Get money back as a free bet with Star Sports and BETFIGHTS.